0: The Mom Babe community started from a simple observation. Moms want more. We have the best job in the world, but we are also running the world while cleaning up the kitchen. You're listening to the Mom Babe podcast, where every day we are serving up coffee in one hand and confidence in the other. We're your hosts, Christina and Carolyn, founders of the Mom Babes, sisters, coaches, and moms. We're here to encourage, inspire, and challenge you to show up each day as your best self. Whatever season of motherhood you're rocking, we are here right alongside you. No judgment, no eye rolls, save those for our kids. We believe motherhood is better together, so we are inviting you to come sit at our table. This podcast will give you your daily dose of Girl, you got this, because we know motherhood is hectic, exhausting, and straight up hard. So let's not do this alone. Whether you're folding laundry, commuting to work, or wrangling three kids to get their shoes on, just know. You're doing one hell of a good job. Remember, you matter. And so do your dreams, your desires, and your priorities. We are here to tell you, you can have it all. Girl, you're a mom babe. Let's get this kitchen party started. Grab your cup, because we're going to fill it up.
1: Molly, mom babes, we are back at it. It has been a hot minute, let me tell you, since we have done um, any recording, any episodes, um, but we are back. We are back and we are ready to jump right back into it. Um, this is crazy. It has been books, books, books over here and so um, it's, it's just so exciting because we have a fellow author on the podcast tonight. So, We all know her. We all love her. It's like I want to be playing like jock jams right now. It's like, you ready for this? But we got um, Becky Van Drunen. She is with us tonight. She is, oh my gosh. Let me me just get my list out here of all the things that she is. So, um, owner of Basil and Bacon, it's a freezer meal and... Um, delivery, also a meal delivery service. She's a cook. She has launched her very first cookbook, which we're going to dive into tonight. She is a musician. She's an artist. She's a mom. She's an entrepreneur. I would say that like she can walk 5,000 dogs at one time. Like this girl can do everything. So um, Becky, you're a freaking badass. I love how you dance in your kitchen and I just think everybody needs more of you in their life. So welcome back to the Bay Podcast, Becky.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I was, I was here on your very, I think your very first episode way back when. So it's really nice to be back.
1: I know. It's like, oh my gosh. I was actually like going back to that podcast and I like listened to the first little bit of it and I was like, oh, we sound like we're babies.
2: <laughs> we had no idea what was coming, did we? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, which is so crazy because it's only been what? Like... A year?
2: Yeah, I think just over a year, maybe yeah, a year. 14 months. Like, I yeah. actually
1: remember you had just started um, – like, well, you had Basil and Bacon. That was like moving and grooving, but you also were trying to figure out, hey, like, what's my next step? I need to yes. be doing something. And you had um, started Beck, and you were a business entrepreneur, and you were just like freaking taking everybody by storm. And then, of course, I mean, COVID hit, and then we all had to shift again, and like – Holy smokes! Like the amount that you have shifted and pivoted, like can you just? Oh my gosh, I'm just trying to be like where did we start? Like I have so much I want to ask you. And just I want you to tell your completely life story again. But, um, okay. I guess for those of you who maybe have not listened to the very first episode of the Bombay Podcast with Becky, um, Beck, do you want to like just tell us a little bit about just this last year for you? Like how okay. have you gotten to where you are now? Yeah, sure. And then we'll like dive more into it.
2: Okay, sounds good. So I'll give you a sort of a little bit of a backstory. But um, like you mentioned, I am the owner of Basil and Bacon, which is a freezer meal workshop um, and delivery company. And the majority of that business was mostly um, workshops in people's homes. So I would go to uh, the host's home every night or a few nights a week. And with a small group of, you know, eight, 10, 12 women, we would prep meals together and it was super fun. And something I've been working on for the last seven years, but had really sort of fallen into its stride, you know, sort of toward the second half of 2019, coming into 2020, I was feeling really good. I had just brought on some new staff to help with workshops. I had lots of help in my kitchen. Um, We have a commercial kitchen space in the community here. And I just was really feeling um, like we were kind of falling into, into a stride. I will say and i'll come back to this Mm -hmm. that in hindsight um i was a little caught up on a hamster wheel that was getting away from me um so i I can come back to that but at the time i didn't know that and yeah so so i had been running basil and bacon for many years since since 2014 and then um you know when the pandemic hit obviously in in march of 2020 of course, everything um, came to a screeching halt. I work in in f- the food business and in the event, you know, small event business, and so, um, you know, suddenly that wasn't possible anymore. And for the first time in a lot of years, I found myself sitting on my couch, um, yeah, in the evening, and that was a real isn't, shift.
1: Oh my gosh, isn't yeah? I can't even. I can't even imagine how you felt. Number one and number two, isn't it just incredibly weird to sit on a couch
2: in the evening? Yeah. Yeah, it's very, um, it was really super strange for me. And I, I honestly, I didn't know what to, I didn't know what to do with myself. I would, you know, I would, I would sit there as a person who sort of associates, um, good or bad productivity, um, with sort of my happiness and my, Mm -hmm. um, self-worth and in, in a lot of ways, I think all of a sudden that grinding halt of, of productivity that was out of my control was, um it was a big shift for me. I, I, really didn't quite know. I really didn't quite know what to, what to do with it. In general, I've been, um, you know, my normal is, is probably, uh, I'm a pretty happy person. It takes a lot mm-hmm. to knock me off my stride. I've got lots of energy and I've got, uh, generally I'm full of motivation. And, um, it was the first time, um, in my life. And I'm sure a lot of other people experienced this exact same thing, but it was the first time in my life that, um, uh, you know, I, kind of I struggled to get out of bed some days and I kind of struggled to you know and it was the first time I had ever experienced anything even close to you know a mental health crisis of any of any kind and it was it really floored me and
1: it's huge it's it's something that I think well thank you honestly for being so open and transparent about it because I think I know we've had this conversation off the air too and it's just something that you know, you can't shake it. You can't shake mm-hmm. that feeling of, well, what am I supposed to be doing? And mm-hmm. I don't know what I am supposed to be doing, but what I'm doing right now, sitting on the couch, isn't it? Nope. And nope. i got to find something that brings me joy and creativity and just something that brings some life back into me. Because I mean, I was feeling the same
2: thing of mm-hmm.
1: like, what do we, what do we
2: do now? Exactly. And I think when you're lost, um, you know, I think we turn to the things that at one point in our life um, kept us safe or helped us or, or, or whatever. And for me, um, that was, you know, the the sort of the, the, the sudden sort of quiet in the world um, created some space for me to sort of turn back to music, which mm-hmm. um, up to that point really uh, for me had been... <laughs> A gigantic part of my life. Um, I grew up playing piano and singing and taking voice lessons. I have a degree in voice and in music, and I taught music lessons for many, many years. But over the decade um, leading up to this, it had really gone, uh, you know, sort of back burner of my life and had really sort of drifted away. And I found in those months, you know, right after um, COVID hit, I was sort of sitting on the couch and on one wall was a TV, and on the other wall was my piano. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I, I, turned to, I turned to the piano. And, you know, it was the beginning of the shift that really changed everything for me over the last year.
1: Oh, and what a shift it has been. Thank mm-hmm. God we went back to that piano, Becky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, it's kind of cool, because we've only known each other like, Oh my God. I will, I guess for the last almost three years, yeah, we're pushing. And it's, so it's kind of cool. Cause you've only, like we only ever known each other, like in this phase of our lives of this, mm-hmm. like building What well, like you had already built basil and bacon. And cause you came to my house for a workshop and, um, and then now you've seen like our starting of the mom babes and us coming through our evolution through the last couple of years as well. But, um, I just think it's really cool when I've only known you for such a short amount of time, but mm-hmm. I feel like I've been so like privileged to watch such a shift in and of a person of who you are. Like, I just almost like now when I see you and like when we um, hang out from a distance and we and, mm-hmm. talk on the phone, like it's almost like I can't remember the old Becky from Basil and Bacon, like mm-hmm. the original, like when you first came to my house, that first workshop,
2: like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't remember her either. So it's, uh it's not, it's not just you, but I, I thank you for saying that because um, I think it's important that um, I think it's important that we remember that as adults and, you know, I'm 38 years old. I, I, you know, I've <laughs> lived a lot of my life, but I think it's important that we, we remember that it's, it truly, it sounds cliche, but it really is never too late um, to change or to evolve or to sort of become the next version of yourself. And, I think um, we spend a lot of time, you know, stuck stuck on our hamster wheels, like I, I mentioned a little earlier, and we start sort of getting into um, life just because we're on the wheel of life and it just keeps taking us where it's going, and we stop trying to nudge it in in directions because we don't feel like we have any control. And I think the, the real blessing for me, and I th- I think, you know, probably for some other people through the pandemic was it was an opportunity to jump off the wheel for two seconds and just make an adjustment in what direction it was going. And I can tell you with 100% certainty that without this pause, I would not um, have done this just by sheer not having the mental space, not having the time um, and really not being pushed mentally to to the space where I recognized my options were either to be miserable or to change. And so, yeah.
1: It's so powerful. Like I, well, I mean, I'm looking at the stack of books I have next to me of the mom babes.
2: (laughs) And Mm
1: -hmm. my sister and I say the exact same thing. If we Mm -hmm. had, if COVID had not forced us to realize, well, who are the mom babes and who, what is this community about? And what do we really want the women in this community
2: Mm-hmm. you
1: doing and to be sharing and to be wanting to like come to this community for and um i i know before we were just doing not just doing but we were doing our events which were great but again we didn't have a like we didn't know the message we wanted to spread we didn't know the purpose right whereas now for sure we're being forced to realize okay well you know what is it and is it and yes it is a community but it's you know such it's it's sharing that legacy. It's creating that piece of who you are today and to start now.
2: Like, and I think oh. it speaks to readjusting the course a- along the way. I mean, you mentioned, I've had the pleasure of knowing you, you know, before you you began the mom babes. And I remember being in the room a handful of times when there were some pretty pivotal shifts happening um, in the conversations that um, you and Christina were having. And, uh, you know, it, it speaks to setting a course and setting an intention. And then I'm sure... Um, you know, I've said this to you before, but it it's become sort of um, a bit of a mantra of my life to, to set a course and then detach from from the outcome and detach from the place it's going. I think so often we um, decide where we want to go and then we become so married to that decision that we fail to sort of see the places and the opportunities for us to veer off into a direction that is is better suited to what we're doing. And I think with the mom babes, I witnessed that with you guys, set an intention go towards it. And then, um, you know, again, adjust course, adjust course. And, and again, COVID just threw us completely off the track. So, but again, threw you off the track and then somehow you ended up on a different track, but the right track. Right. And I think that's the blessing. ended up Exactly
1: where we were supposed to be.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And mm-hmm. it's just, I love, it. I mean, I love, I love when, um, yeah, just when we can talk about that piece of you know, t- detaching from that outcome, and 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 you know, pour your heart into something, and and let it see, let it ride, let it see where it's going to take you. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just I just love that. So, like,
2: you have a book, mm-hmm. like a real book, that. like a real cookbook. I, I know it's pretty incredible. I think, um, you know, I was saying, you know, I became sort of music came back into my life, and in, in the first few months of the pandemic May or June and as it started to come back to me I creatively started to have this shift happen where uh, I was able to sort of pull some stuff out of me that, that I think had been had been stuck there for a long time and and one of the things that I had always wanted to do um, is is write. I've I've it's sort of like this secret thing that I actually thought that everybody wanted to be a writer (laughs) well we did but we realized not everybody (laughs) yeah i i just thought that it was just an unspoken thing that everyone you meet has a dream of of writing a book and becoming an author and um until i actually said it out loud and i realized that that actually isn't a dream of a lot of people they (laughs) have no interest in doing that and so you know which is interesting. I mean, I wish I would have started it out loud a long time ago, because of that. But I think starting to play music started to tap into this creative side of me that is yeah. re- really is me and every, authentically that that's just who I am. But Um, something started to happen as I started to play music, I got connected again to the music that I loved and brought me joy and, you know, brought me peace. And much of that is music of the nineties, um, pop music. (laughs) And as I started to do that, I would go to bed at night and I would have these Bernie Spears songs running through my head and Mariah Carey and Backstreet Boys. And at the same time, I was, um, building and creating recipes and writing recipes and, um, sort of magically they, um, accidentally sort of started to um, evolve together in in a way that was actually really cool. And what ended up happening was I ended up writing a cookbook called Playlist Kitchen that is a 90s infused um, cookbook with playlists that go along with every recipe, Um, you know, stories from that time that I think a lot of people, particularly if you grew up at any point in the 90s, Um, that you'll be able to relate to and and really it just became this book that is filled with everything that brings me joy and and so as a result of that it it shifted me out of a place of being lost and on the wrong track it shifted me onto like the most right track I've ever been which is really cool
1: oh it's it's so awesome I was just gonna say like when you're when you're just now explaining everything I'm like like your book is so fun. Like it's the book that like, if I would say if anybody didn't know how to cook, I'm like, mm, <laughs> like, start with Becky's start with kitchen because it's going to be so fun and bring you so much joy and happiness to the kitchen. Like, um, yes, I'm so excited to get my copy. But the one thing I wanted to ask you is I've always actually wanted to ask you this. Um, what's your favorite recipe in the book?
2: My favorite recipe in the book is. I was mean, you this the other day, and I was like, oh, I want to actually
1: know like, what's your, like, what was the, like, the recipe that kind of inspired it all?
2: I think uh, it's called Hit Me Basil One More Time, and it's Thai Basil Chicken. And this is a super simple recipe that um, it really catapulted uh, my my own cooking at home into starting to take more risks and taking more chances. This is a a meal that is very, it's very simple, but it uses ingredients that at that point I hadn't really used yet. It uses some some Thai ingredients that, again, you can get at the grocery store, but just things that I hadn't really ventured into. I had little kids at home and I was sort of sticking to the same same meals over and over. And the Thai basil chicken um, just sort of sticks in my head as being one that just you know, brought back my, my love of food and love of cooking outside of the basil and bacon meals that I was, that I was making. And also, I mean, it's hit me basil one more time. I mean, it's Britney Spears. So that recipe is a Britney playlist, which you can't, I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't go wrong.
1: I was just going to say it's all in the name right there. Exactly. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So I know, I mean, obviously we said, I know you a bit more personally, but the one thing I've always really admired about you is like that ability to take risks. And your ability to think, you know, like you said before, like get off the hamster wheel and just start and take a risk and um, detach from the outcome like all the things that you've mentioned. But for our listeners, if you were thinking, okay, like I know many of our listeners, you know, they're, they're still sitting on the couch potentially. Maybe not every day, but, you know, maybe for a few days and a week and they're thinking, well, I want to do something. I want to start, but I'm just not sure how to do it. What would you say to them?
2: You know, I think a couple things for, for me, the most success I've ever had with moving forward with anything is by taking some sort of creative action.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so that, that means, I mean, the key thing in there is action. For sure. Yeah. We, we can't do anything without doing something. So, so I would say, um, you know, begin, begin with action. But what I found is it's a hell of a lot more fun to take action in a creative way in the direction of your joy. So for me, I want to write a book. Okay, so sitting down at my computer every day and staring at a blank screen, hoping some, you know, inspiration will come to me and hoping some words will come to me. I mean, that's, you know, maybe it happens that way for some people, but but certainly that wasn't my experience. The, the only way the words started coming is when the action, I, I sort of paired creativity with the action. I started to think, what are the things that I like to do? What kinds of things do I like to create? And that's where the music and food part came for me. And when I brought that creativity into and married it with the action, it just happened.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. And I, mm-hmm. I think that, um, so often we sit down and trying and, and build something or start something or do something based on other people's, um, experiences of, of success so so let, I'll give you another example let's like say exercise for example and moving your body this is something that I personally know I need to do more of and that has been missing in my life for a little while because I've been doing other things and as I'm struggling with how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I create a habit? I need to do this. I need to get on that Peloton. I need to start taking walks. All of these things feel like work to me. All of these things feel hard. And it's stopping me from doing it, stopping me from taking the action. So then taking my own advice, I started to look at how can I marry creativity with action here? Well, what do I like to do that's creative? Well, I like to dance. Mm-hmm. Am I good at dancing? No, I freaking suck at dancing. Do I do it yeah, on Instagram? i pretty good. All the time. I do it all the time on Instagram, and I'm not that good at it. But I'll tell you, that's the thing. that That is the key. And I know that that is the thing. And I've started doing this. That is the thing that will get me to move, to take action, is to pair it with something that I love. Pair it with something that is creative and makes me feel great and moves me in the direction of what my joy is. And it's not going to be the same for everybody. But you know, no matter who you are, there's going to be things that you're great at, that you're great at and that are special and and specific to you. And I think the most important thing is, is find out what those are and then take action, marrying those things to it, find a way to put them into it. And then the action no longer feels like work. It feels like action towards, you know, joy. And I mean, (laughs) action towards joy is like, it's barely, like it's not work. It's that's, it's life-giving. Oh,
1: I was just going to say like, oh yes to all do, you just said because even for myself like these last um couple months with our book process like you know a little bit different format from yours by having the co-authors but you know when our book went to print there was you know six weeks there that you know we weren't as go 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 go, 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 go because the book was at print like you're kind mm-hmm. of in that wall and I remember feeling like well you know sitting on the couch for more nights of the week than I was before and thinking like well what do I what do I do and then you kind of get into this rut and I didn't I was stopped working out and I stopped you know eating probably how I usually would and you know all these little things that then at the end of the month I felt like garbage to be Mm perfectly honest and then you, I start thinking, well, there's this big problem with me and, you know, what am I going to do? Is this big work to get back into shape and back into this? I got I to, gotta, you know, do all the things and I got to eat all the vegetables. And, <laughs> and then like, you just take a step back and realize like, okay, hold, hold on a second here. Like, no, I'm, I'm good because I know mm-hmm. how to do this. Mm-hmm. I have done it and I know how to do it and I'm not going to take on everything right now. I'm going to take on one step at a time, one little thing. And I can do that with what, what makes me feel good. Absolutely. What make, wants me, you know, wants me to get out of bed and wake up and I'm excited to go do that. And, um, you know, and, and then you get back on the train, like it's, um, and I'm, yeah. Anyway, I'm just, like, I, I listen to you, and, and I love how, like, I would classify myself as not that creative of a person. Like, I'm more mm-hmm. of that, that. Um, like, I, you know, I can't, I mean, actually, I'm very good, I got to say, at remembering choreography
2: do i I remembering choreography interesting because of your maybe your baseball days like do i look
1: like i am a good dancer no um i (laughs) don't look good while i'm up there but i know what the steps are like i know what they're supposed to look like i'm just not sure how to do them and make them look great however well that's um, half the battle that's you
2: know what i think it is carolyn too like you're as you're talking you're i'm just interrupting you here because you're kind of giving me like I'm having a, a brainwave about about your yeah. process too. I think two things to clarify. First of all, when I see create uh, cre- creative or creativity, it doesn't necessarily mean traditionally no. like, hey, I'm good at drawing or I'm good at dance yeah. or I'm good at art or music. Cre- creativity is just doing things your way in whatever way that is. So you know, using whatever whatever brings you joy and then marrying that with the action. And so when when you talk about all of the momentum that you and Christina had through the process of building mom babes and the process of bringing the book to life. I know because I know the two of you that if I asked you, what was your favorite part about that experience, you would both give me different answers. And I think that that's the key is when you're sitting in that space where you're like, I can't get off the couch. I can't do anything. I don't know what to do next it's not necessarily like do that project again or do the same thing, but look at that project and say, what was it about that thing that gave me life? How do I now take that thing and bring it into something else that I can do? You know, if it's community, I know, and actually I know this about you, you, you aspire and do run. And you are someone who is community brings you life and people bring you life. And so I know that one of the things about that mom babes book project that that was so life-giving to you is the community that it built Mm -hmm. and I I know that if you had a group of women running with you that would probably also fill you in a very similar way and so it's just about finding those those things that bring us joy and then finding a way to like pair them with the next thing that you're going to do whether or not it seems related or not exactly like Like, I remember you had,
1: you had mentioned that to me and I was like, yes, like that is what was missing in that, in that month for me is that for me, that creation piece was that community building. Yeah. It was that, oh, I'm not meeting with the authors every week. And then, um, even for me, like I have a Peloton as well. I'm like, I love my community on the Peloton. Like I love Mm -hmm. showing up and being in the, in that group. And then even like I have, um, neighbors that I run with and and um, we kind of had all, you know, stopped running together because of COVID, and we weren't sure. And then I had, um, I think, the day before I saw you, actually, mm-hmm. the day after. I don't know. I went, I had gone out for. I was like, okay, I'm doing it. I'm going for a run. And I, I, you know, came out of my house, and my neighbor was like, "Are you going for a run?" I'm like, "Yeah, I am." She's like, "Can I come?" And I'm like, "Yes, mm-hmm. oh, please, please come." Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and we went together, and it was just, it was, it was life giving to me. Yeah, like, yeah. And I'm and I so think cool. that's. It's like a whisper, right, from Mm -hmm. the universe to be to be Mm -hmm. university about it. But it just means that I know. (laughs) But but it is a whisper. I mean, it's a loud one and it's an obvious one. But Mm -hmm. like, you're not meant. You are not meant to build things and do things alone. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean you need to be surrounded by a lot of people or that you're even necessarily an extrovert. But you you know, that little whisper is like, you need to build things with others. And I think it's such a gift that you were able to build the mom babes with your sister because. I don't think that experience would have been nearly as um, positive for you or as joyful for you or oh. it would be by yourself, right? <laughs> oh, no. We laugh all the time. Like, <laughs> there would not be a mom-babe without Christina. Like, I really,
1: <laughs> like, I, I know, like, I honestly think, though, like, if there was, like, if, say, I wasn't in, like, I don't know. I, I, my point is, is, I think Christina could totally do the mom-babes on her own. <laughs> like if it was, the roles were first mm-hmm. there's no way that I could because she's so smart my sister mm-hmm. like my sister just knows so much like of things that like and that's why we're, why we're so good as a team like yes because she thinks about things that I'm like oh right yeah of course I was thinking about that too <laughs> <laughs> like, I had no idea and then you know I'll do something and my sister's like holy crap yeah like Oh my gosh! Like, thanks for doing that. I, like, that was not even on my radar. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's nice that we do have that duo and that partnership and that sisterhood. And um, and you know, I think what's been so cool, and I know we've talked about this together already too, is is that when you have those whispers and you have those nudges, mm-hmm. and you know, like we're at the you know the mom babes, my sister and I, we are you know huge baseball fans, and um, you know, our favorite movie is Field of Dreams, and that's all about listening to the whispers. Um, but it, it's that piece of, is like having someone and with my sister and, and with this community is that, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you, you'll hear that whisper and you'll, and you'll feel that nudge and you're just like, well, do I do it? Do I act on it? Right. Like people that we were talking about and when you're mm-hmm. in the community and you see everybody else doing it. And I think like when we've surrounded ourselves with people like you and you, mm-hmm. see and I, and we, we see you showing up every day, just playing your piano and bringing the joy and finding your creativity and sharing recipes. And when you surround yourself with those types of people, people mm-hmm. like yourself, mm-hmm. then you automatically, I'm like, yeah, I felt, I But felt and that. my gosh, like that that
2: that's, that's, the, that's the thing, Carolyn, like, you know, it's not an accident that I'm surrounded by people like this. And I think that's the other really big, big part in this is that if you want to, you know, I don't want to be grandiose about it, but if you if you wanna change your path or change your life or or do something small, big or anything in between, you know, you have to look back and and make sure that the people that are that are reflected, you have to look and make sure the opinions and the people that are reflected back at you are are supporting you and mm-hmm. and lifting you up and or a community of people, again, another cliche thing, but that will scream your name in a room full of opportunities. Yeah. And it is not a mistake that, you know, I'm building, I've built all my businesses by myself and I wrote my book by myself and I do all those things by myself, but I have done absolutely none of it by myself, none of it. And, and nothing that I have done in the last two and a half years would have been done. And I could, I'm not going to name them and make them feel awkward, but you know, there are, are people in my life, including you and your sister who, um, you know, the things that I have done over the last two and a half years would not have happened without coming onto you know paths with you guys and I think it's really important that that we acknowledge that it looks a lot like people doing great things by themselves on Instagram but you know maybe one of the biggest things you can do is just make sure that you align align yourself with with your people and find right. them. And make maybe that's the intention for the year for some people. Maybe oh, it's it's you. like I'm just gonna find my people. And when you talk about the universe, I mean I was three years ago, I, I can look back in notebooks and and tell you that that was the only thing that I wanted was to find my people. Mm -hmm. And if, if you, you know, know all the little stories about my life that brought me to where I am, you'll know that it is not an accident that the the people that are in my life right now are here. Um, and it's because I, it's because I asked for it and and it's because I couldn't have done any of this by myself. So it's, I think it's important to remember that. Oh, like, isn't it great, though? Like, <laughs> like It's so good. It's, it's so good. good. Like,
1: yeah. you know, like I was talking to a mom at work today. Or sorry, she's soon she's, she's to be, well, she's a mom, but she's pregnant. She she's, she's, hasn't met her little babe yet. But, you know, it's just super cool to like kind of, because um, I still remember all those. Like, I mean, Lisa's only not quite yet three. So mm-hmm. I still very remember like what it's like to be pregnant and, and have those anticipations and, you know, have the yeah, just all the kind of the feels. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we were talking, um, about, you know, is this motherhood and, and just that, um, that idea of kind of, sometimes you lose yourself and then, Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, what that process looks like for some people and what it looks like for others. And, and, um, and it's just, I just find like, I commented to her that, you know, it's, it's, it ebbs and flows and you go into phases and there's times where you have different people in your life. But, mm-hmm. um, the one thing I, she has a little bit, like, you know, what's your advice. And I was, and I said to her, I'm like, find, find your community, Yeah, find the people who no matter what they're yeah. going, you know, you can have that 24 hour text message train going and yeah. they'll be there for you and they'll listen. And it's not a comparison. It's not, um, you know, it, it's finding those people that, like you said, no matter what, they're going to, they're going to scream your name.
2: And I think too, you know, when you're, you know, my daughters are my goodness, a six and nine now. So that, that feels a little bit far away from me, but I, I think it's also important to remember that when you find those people, you know, in particular, when you have, when you have little ones, I certainly had an incredible group of, of women around me at that time. And not all of them are in my life anymore. Um, but well, that's okay yeah and i think to to feel zero um zero uh you know shame or regret about that those people were there for a, phase. a reason and a purpose yeah. and a phase and i love them and i will love them forever because of of what they were able to yeah. give to me but also amazing. knowing that it's time at times to to move to the next people and that's and that's also okay if that's yes. if that's what you need right
1: yes and i think that's like the beauty of motherhood and 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 what we hope in the mom babes is that like you know it's not just for new moms, it's for moms of any phase, and it's for moms that do all the things, whether yeah. you stay at home or you're working or you're an entrepreneur or you're not an entrepreneur or you or you you know are just happy to follow along and and watch us make or try to make reels yeah <laughs> like it's wherever you want to be, and I just think it's important that um yeah, people know that you know we're we're here, regular, regular people, just trying to be our best and bring as much joy to our lives as we can.
2: I think too, it's a community that like, it's more about the things that you love than the things that you do, right? Right. Or like the things that bring you joy more, you know, we all have so much more in common than we have um, not in common. And, and um, any mom babes event that I've been to, again, you say, you know, there's, um you know working moms and stay at home moms and business owner moms and everything in between and i think what's what's really cool and really special about it is you can show up in that space and be you uh period right yeah. who who also because i you know i've i felt safe there and i felt safe with you and your sister in that for, for me, and you know this because we've chatted about this before, but one of the very difficult things for me is I have very rarely felt um, good in a mom community. And I'll, I'll tell you why. And that's because I haven't really been able to define myself in any of those boxes. Right. I mm-hmm. I I have a corporate job and I own a business and I don't stay home with my kids. And, and, you know, and so I've always really struggled when I'm in those situations to try and explain myself. And so I actually would, I feel more at home in the entrepreneur community, regardless of whether people have children or not, just because I find it easier to explain. But I think it's important that we're deliberate about creating community like the mom babes, where you just fit and being a mom is something that you are also in addition to whatever else you love and whatever else brings you joy. And and that's just one thread that, you know, you have in common with the people around you, but but that everyone understands that it isn't the only thing. And it's not like the defining characteristic of everyone in that room. Nope. I know. Oh, Becky, I freaking love you. Can yeah, I freaking love you too. Yeah, <laughs> okay.
1: So I know we, we won't get blue Well, at the end of the episode, we'll talk about like where they get your book mm-hmm. and all those things. However, Um, I do want to say, I'm not sure if you even recognize that you said this during this episode, but I actually wrote it down because I was going to interrupt you. And then I'm like, no, no, she's talking. Um, -hmm. but you said it's all coming back to me. And I was like, boom, Celine Dion was blasting in my head right now. Um, because you, I know you and I, and my sister, of course, have the Celine Dion connection. Mm -hmm. Um, but what I'm, what I'm in a roundabout way (laughs) playing going to here is, um, I just I just love the story of because we went to your book launch party and you, you know mm-hmm.
2: you,
1: um with your story you have yeah celine and then anyway I would love for you to kind of um just tell us a story about some of those
2: um, yeah like uh, I, don't I, have, I, I have two fun. cool stories I know I know <laughs> yeah, where I, you're, I know where you're going. you know what
1: I'm trying yeah. to ask you but I don't yeah. want to say because
2: I think you'll give away the story <laughs> Okay. Okay. So I have a couple couple sort of fun stories if you um read Playlist Kitchen and I say read it because it's it's a cookbook but it's also a book full of fun nostalgia and stories and 90s music and you know anecdotes and stuff. So also read it. But when you read Playlist Kitchen, you are going <laughs> to um understand a, a whole bunch of the sort of life-defining uh, pop music moments and and pop culture moments that that uh you know ch- changed my life, uh and two of them sort of came to fruition as it was approaching my book launch. So I had the book launch for Playlist Kitchen back on May third, um of this year, which also happened to be my birthday, and um I found that to be pretty significant because my the you know one of the things I'm always chasing in in my life is that feeling of being. In a stadium concert with like, whatever twenty thousand strangers, uh, and that feeling, that like goosebump feeling, the moment that the lights go down, you know that first moment when oh, mm-hmm. when I have goosebumps just thinking right? about it. The opening act goes back <laughs> behind the stage, and in, in, in that anticipation, and then the lights go down, and people just lose it. And that the energy that is created in a space like that is is. I, I will chase it for my entire life. I I know that. Um, and the very first concert in a stadium I ever saw was Celine Dion. And that was on the night of my 13th birthday. So on May 3rd in 1996, I guess it would have been. And the, the feeling that I got when when she walked onto the stage, the goosebumps yeah. that I got, I, I say that that was the moment I knew the energy could be created, no matter what I had been told in science class, because the energy that was created in that space, I've never forgotten it. And I've been chasing it forever. So it was it was very fitting for me that um, I was able to share my book launch with a 100 um, people uh, you know, virtually and to have, you know, it's the, one of the closest experiences to that, to that energy that I felt was, was being in that space and being supported by everyone and feeling that, that love and that energy. And so, um, it was really significant to me that, that it was, I guess it was, is it 25 years later? How old am I? I don't know. What did I say? Thirteen? Yeah, Yeah, 25 years. That's right. It was 20. How could that be? But 25 years later, yeah. To the day I finally got close to that to that feeling and i thought that was really cool oh okay yeah Mm -hmm. it's really cool so so that's one thing the other really cool thing that happened Mm -hmm. and i think the universe gives me these experiences because i appreciate the hell out of this kind of stuff like (laughs) like
1: because you're like the bomb.com
2: i i just love this kind of stuff so the universe is like let me just throw this at you you're gonna love this you're gonna write a book about it it's cool so the other thing that happened was um I, I write, again, I, I, with all the recipes, I, I would write a little story. And one of the recipes is called, uh, I think I believe it's called Stamously Greek Chicken or something. Or no, Stamously Greek Salad, something like that. And it's a, a story. Um, I won't give it all away, but it's a story about John Stamos and a story about all of the cast of Full House that I just happened to stumble upon. At Disney World um, in Orlando, way back when I believe I was, you know, 10 years old. And I'll let you read the whole story in the book. But the very first two lines of that recipe read something like Every night um, and every birthday, I would blow out the candles on my birthday cake with, with one wish. And that wish was to meet the Full House people. And then it goes on with the story. So I, I'm, I tell you that as a, as a setup to what happened next. So mm-hmm. here we are at my book launch and um, two of my wonderful friends or three of my wonderful friends, um, Anna and Tiffany and Chantel, have arranged for a special surprise for me for my birthday during my book launch. Now, it's important for you to know that these three women actually have never heard that story and have never read that recipe because, of course, the book um, at that point hadn't been printed yet. And so they they didn't know this story at all. But they did know that I liked 90s nostalgia and, and you know, Full House and other things. Well, lo and behold, they have arranged for a surprise for me. And I'm I'm sitting there and, and all of a sudden on the screen comes Stephanie Tanner. <laughs>
1: Lost
2: <laughs> yeah, and I lost the plot. She she's on the screen and she's saying, Hey, Becky, it's it's Jody Sweeten. And you know, congratulations on your book launch, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, I don't know what the hell she said, because I was like, bawling my eyes out. And anyway, you know, it turns out that I, you know, would bl- make a wish blow out the birthday candles every year and wish to meet the full house people. And there I was again, on my birthday, at my book launch with uh, Stephanie Tanner <laughs> talking right back to me, and you know, again, they, they, my friends didn't know that story. So the significance to that of that moment to me, I was the only one that understood the significance in, in the way that I did. I, I'm sure on the other side of the the screen, you you oh, saw yeah. that I was dreams um, do come true. Excited, but yeah. So you know, my life has been filled with all sorts of funny little little moments like that involving Celine Dion and Stephanie Tanner and Justin Timberlake and. Janet Jackson and and I I love to tell those stories and all, and they're all in in the book and they're tons of fun and um, they are a very big part of who I am as a person so I'm very happy to share them over and over again. Ah,
1: oh, well, you're it's it's always just so awesome just to hear them and, and talk to you like I know we could chat forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But I really want to know. Okay, so we've written our uh, I see we, we've written our book. Um <laughs> you you wrote it, you wrote a cookbook. Um yes. Okay, so I actually have not talked to you about this. And I kind of want to know, like, book is coming out this summer. Mm -hmm. So then like, what, what then? What's next? What do you have any more whispers or nudges for? Or
2: maybe
1: none
2: yet. I don't know. I was just curious. Oh, Carolyn, you know me. There's I no know. Whispers. I think I know you have one, so tell me. <laughs> I, I got a lot of whispers. The one I'll tell you right now, and only because I have now, this will be the second time that I've said this publicly. So <gasps> the more times you say something publicly, don't don't get too excited. It's not that exciting. But, um, you know, the more you say something publicly, the more... Oh, uh, well, 100%. Accountable. Yeah, so, um, yeah I, I'm going to learn to dance. Like, for, for real. So, I'm
1: dancing with the stars because I really, yeah, no, me. I'm not going to
2: do that. My goodness. Um, no, we're going to start off with a basic class. My, my goal, I would love to be able to dance like, a you know, Janet Jackson backup dancer, if you squint your eyes, you know, so I, <laughs> I'm going to spend the next, uh, you know, hopefully six months, um, moving my body and learning to dance. And, uh, hope hopefully that movement and that creativity will spark, will spark, you know the the momentum that I need to to build and do the next thing so that's my uh that's my next big thing. so proud of you you know what um
1: I will oh my gosh now the name is so um I told you like I know choreography but Mm -hmm. um and I love to dance too but again like I don't I I was just saying this to actually a friend I'm like Sometimes I don't like the mirrors that you dance in front of, like at the classes. Mm-hmm. Because like, to me, I always, in my head, look really good. But then, like, I think I, think I nailed it, right? I think, like, I yes. look so... It's like that Amy Schumer movie, right? Yes. Um, but but I only kind of think it's all that matters. I don't know that it matters if you nail it. I think I look so it. good all the time. And then yeah. I look in the mirror and I was like, oh, I don't look like that person who's actually doing it. <laughs> I'm like, Dang it. Um, But my, my like... Dearest, dearest friend, She's a dance teacher, and I taught with her for many years. Um, and she is just like she can just hold a beat and rhythm, and she's so musical. It just it's, it's amazing. Awesome. And so we would we used, she would say like come come to class with me, and um, and also like my best friend of all time, like went to high school together. She's a professional dancer too in Toronto. So it's just like I feel like I surround myself with people who can dance, so that yeah. I feel like I can do it too. Um, anyway. We went to um, this dance studio in
2: Vancouver.
1: Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, look, these people are like actual dancers. Like, <laughs> they're not just me who was like, oh, this is going to be fun. Like, they're like legit. And um, I was a little bit scared, definitely. Um, but I got to say, it was well, one of the best workouts, B, or A, B. Yes be like I love the supportive community I know I'm going back to that and that's like yeah there you go but like they were so like everybody was just like yeah hit it yeah girl go yeah like it was awesome and I just feel like you're gonna show up there and you're gonna be like listen people you're gonna teach me how to dance and we're gonna own it (laughs) we love you and you're gonna be like the next biggest star and so I'm trying
2: to remember like well where I went in Vancouver it was off of Granville or Robson or something like that You'll have, you'll have to let me know or find me something closer I can go to in between my job and my workshops when the, the world opens up again here <laughs> oh, it's so fun though and that's yeah what
1: you need you need to have
2: fun yeah it's just I need to um you know I've spent the last six months sitting behind a desk writing a book right oh, so now yeah. I need to like I need to flip that and move a little bit and um, get some balance there. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, you know how they say like, you, you know, when are you re- ready to write a book? And I think Megan at the self-publishing agency said, you know, you're ready to write a book when you can't stop thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I keep, uh, putting that on, on other stuff too. And and for me, I like wake up every morning and I'm like, oh, I should learn to dance. Oh, I should learn to dance. And then like stuff starts showing up in your feed and you start seeing, and I'm like, I got to learn to dance. got to learn. So it's kind of oh, like, I can't gosh. turn it off. You know, those whispers, oh. it's like, it's like that. So, I gotta do it. It brings me joy.
1: Oh my gosh. And do you know what just came into my head? Mm. Because those of you... You guys don't know, but obviously you guys have checked out Becky's Instagram by now. Like, you listened to the episode, you've already checked her out. And you see (laughs) how many amazing reels that this girl does. So, Becky because she has the best heart in the world she's trying to teach me how to do or she, well, she taught me how to do reels and so now it's just me trying to like figure out how to do it and make them like aspire to be as good as becky But <laughs> okay uh, while you're thinking about becky that reel like that one like like um like oh like you can really
2: dance like yes okay you and i should do it totally 100 percent. let's do it <laughs> okay that'd be awesome you can choreograph me something and then i'll do it too okay okay
1: <laughs> I was like, we can learn the dance, and it's like, I just let's do it with J Lo and um.
2: Oh my gosh, what's
1: the guy's name from Dancing with the Stars?
2: Yeah, I know who he is. I know who Derek you're talking Huff. About. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. we can be Derek Huff and J Lo. Hey, okay, well, let's do it. That's it. You've committed. You've said it on on the podcast, so we're gonna have yeah, to do it. Next reel. We'll we'll All have right. a glass of wine and then we'll do it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I know that maybe you got
1: some dance moves to go to now. So um, where can people buy your book and find more out about you and just do all the things (laughs) that Becky does? Because we love you and I'm going to be best friends with you for the rest of my life.
2: So. Oh, well, thank you. I love you too. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. It's at Becky Van Drunen. I'm sure you'll have show notes there to show you the spell in there. Um, or, I'll take everything in the, in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. And then my website is Becky and you can buy playlist kitchen there. Um, you can also, um, go to basil and if you're interested in the lower mainland of freezer meal workshops or deliveries and yeah, or you can hit up Carolyn. She can point you in the right direction. Oh, 100%.
1: Hey,
2: are you, with COVID lifting, are we getting back into workshops? You know it. Yes. Woo. Oh pretty soon. God. You know what? I got another surprise there too with workshops, but I'll, I'll, I'll I won't tell you too much except that there's going to be a little Playlist Kitchen basil and bacon collab happening. So that's going to be that's a pretty fun, fun time.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, just sign me up. Just sign me. There up. you go. You're in. Oh, I was <laughs> like, hmm, yeah, that's a no brainer. Okay. So there you go, ladies. Um, oh my gosh, freezer meals. and like, come back.
2: I can't They're wait. Coming back. They're coming well, well, back. I would do one,
1: like I would do a workshop like three
2: times a year. So i really missed
1: it.
2: <laughs> and I have missed you.
1: Well, it will have like all the recipes, but it's just, it's just fun to be together.
2: Oh, there's new recipes. I just wrote a cookbook, man. You think, what do you think? What do you think this is? I got so many new recipes. Uh, can hardly wait. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, there you go. We
1: can, I will, yes. Tag everything in the show notes. But honestly, Becky, it's always just such a blast talking to you. And seriously, I just can't thank you, my friend. Things about you.
2: <laughs> and it, thank it, you for the always- feeling is mutual. Yeah. The feeling is mutual.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just thank you for inspiring all of all of us, all of us mom babes out there, as well as um, oh, just coming back, coming back to the podcast. You were the first one, and now you're back.
2: Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. And I I appreciate your support now and always and forever. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) Anytime.
0: All right, mom babes, that's it for this pep talk. We hope your cup is full and we thank you for making the choice to prioritize you today. If you enjoyed today's episode and want more information, then head on over to our website at mombabes.com forward slash podcast. Or better yet, share this episode over on Instagram. It's pretty much our favorite place to hang out. So until next time, keep showing up and rocking your best self.